Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the English with Grace podcast. This is a centralized hub for students, teachers, and English language learners to practice their English and listen to the differing opinions of other English speakers. The content and focus of this podcast will vary, and my goal is to introduce listeners to a variety of perspectives, backgrounds, and experiences as we discuss topics that are also presented in my English with Grace conversation classes. So I'm very excited to have you here. I hope you enjoy this discussion. And of course, like and subscribe if you like it. And I look forward to seeing you in some of our upcoming conversation classes. All right, it is time for another episode of the English with Grace podcast, and we're going to talk about time management today. I have a lovely returning guest and also my podcast editor, Alex, with us today. Hello, <laughs> Alex, everyone. Yes, she's back. Uh, can you introduce yourself? Also, uh, tell us your pronouns and then your cultural background and upbringing. Sure. So my name is Alex Muff. Um, my pronouns are she, her, hers, and cultural background and upbringing. It feels like I could go on a while about this, but I'll keep it short. So um, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska, which is the Midwest in the middle of the country. Um, and that kind of explains a lot about my background and upbringing. <laughs> Grew up in Nebraska my whole life um, and grew up Catholic. Uh, I'm now kind of the opposite of that, live in California, um, consider myself very much a fallen Catholic and um, Ooh. yeah. I don't and, know if I've heard that term before, but okay, I like yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and loving it out here in Cali. Mm-hmm. I think that's it for that. A very short version of my <laughs> cultural background and upbringing. Okay, perfect. I'm sure I'll have you back and you can just continue to add to your cultural background and upbringing okay. as you think. Great. Okay. And then if people haven't listened to the beauty and makeup episode, which you absolutely must, yes. <laughs> um, how do you know me? Um. So I met Grace actually in Minneapolis, but it was through grad school Um, We were both going to be going to the same grad school and happened to be living in Minneapolis at the same time. So we met up to meet each other and (laughs) talk about going to grad school. And then we ended up being roommates throughout grad school. And And best friends and soulmates. I can't believe she didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) And the rest is history. (laughs) The rest is history. We actually just talked about that story the other day. Alex is pretty shy, much of it like an introvert. And she made the first move and reached out. And that's how our friendship started. Yeah, Yeah, it was fate. (laughs) Beautiful. I love it. Okay, let's dive in. So like I said, we're going to talk about time management, which we discuss quite often. Um, But my first question for you is what does time management look like for you? And would you say it's an important part of your lifestyle? Yes. So... (laughs) Um, I think, Grace, you and I talk about this a lot because we are very different when it comes to time management, which I think is super interesting. Um, So I definitely do think time management is important in general. I also think it is very different depending on who you are and can fluctuate. Um, So for me, I a pretty consistent uh, theme throughout 
my time management is making lists. Um, I really like to make general lists about what I need to do and physically writing a list down. Um, like digital lists don't work for me. Um, I have a whiteboard that I write a list on and I have a little notebook that I will always like physically write down lists on. Um, and I honestly think that is like the main thing that just kind of carries through through all of my different time management phases. Mm-hmm. Um, like in grad school, uh, I definitely had better time management <laughs> strategies then, but I still always wrote lists down. Because um, we had to, to survive. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God, that's over. <laughs> um, but yeah, now it's still writing lists down, but um I'm a little more flexible now and loose in my time management, probably because I don't have as much that mm-hmm. I'm keeping track of. Yes. Okay. Glad you mentioned the whiteboard. I miss that whiteboard because it used to be in my living room and I won't, it's just gone. <laughs> um, okay. This is not a question I plan to ask you, but do you feel like your lists are really long and do you carry stuff over from one day to the next if you don't finish something or what do those look like? Yes, absolutely. Let me get into these lists. <laughs> okay. So um, my lists will be usually very specific about like all the things I need to do. And sometimes I'll make a specific schedule for the day. So like I did this last night. I don't do this every night, but I made, I'm holding this up so you can see, but I made a list and it was like every like time and like what I'm going to do in those times. I almost never <laughs> follow my lists or my schedules. Interesting. Um, I kind of have them there as a guide, but I always kind of go with the flow and what I'm feeling. Like if I don't feel like doing something and I can easily put it off, I will. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this also stems, I think every time about a moment in grad school when um, I was up not even late. It was just like 7 PM, but usually I tried to not be doing a ton of homework like after dinner. Cause I know I'm just not productive in the evenings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was trying really hard to do the Spanish assignment and it was the easiest assignment. It was so simple, but I just could not think, and I could not get it done. I sat there for like 45 minutes trying to do it and I didn't get anywhere. So I was like, you know what? It was due at 8 AM. I was like, I'm going to, I always get up at like 6 30. I'm going to wake up and I'm just going to do it when I get up with a fresh mind. And so I did, I put it away for the night and I woke up and I got it done in like 10 minutes when I woke up. And it's like, Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm just, I know I'm not going to be productive or be able to get it done. So I might as well just put it off. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I'm actually glad you brought that up because the reason I chose to teach this topic um, is because I read the book, as you know, (laughs) You're probably so sick of this. Uh, 168 Hours by Laura Vanderkam. And then she talks about tracking your time so you can see when you're more productive, more efficient. So that's actually my next next question. Have you ever tracked your time? Um, She specifically does it in 15 minute increments or 30 minutes for one week. And I'm asking because I want to know how you know you're more efficient or if it was just a feeling and it was consistent. Yeah, I have never tracked my time like that. I probably should. I think it's at that time, it was just I knew from my schedule, like I was consistently not doing homework and trying not to do homework, Mm -hmm. like after dinner. Um, 
so I just, I knew that was when my brain was tired after being awake and in class all day and it just wasn't going to be as productive. Mm -hmm. But I do think that time fluctuates for me. Like there are times where I'm way more productive in the evenings. And I would honestly say that's usually my norm. More productive Um, in the evening? Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel more energy (laughs) in the evening. Like once the sun goes down, I feel like that's when I wake up. Um, but again, that's phases. Like in grad school, I really got in a good habit of going to bed early and waking up early. And I'm trying to slowly get back into that habit right now. But there's certainly been phases in my life where I stay up really late and then Mm -hmm. wake up late. And I still can shift my, my productivity, I guess, Mm -hmm. to fit whatever my schedule is at the time. Yeah. I also think that that's important to remember, like, and I need to retract my time again to see now that I'm not in grad school and I'm doing something different, maybe I have different right. energy levels at different times of the day. So I need to go back and retrack mine. And But that's when I learned, I was like, I cannot read at night. No reading at night. Yeah. It takes me three yep. times as long as if I would yeah. just do the reading. <laughs> Even if it's at five in the morning, I read more efficiently and I have less going on in my brain. <laughs> yeah. And I think it depends to what else you have going on in your life. Like, so, you know, now we're not in grad school we have, you know, full-time jobs and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to fit in, you know, like a fitness routine or like other things. And so it's like, yeah, I like that idea of tracking your time again, because it's gonna, it's gonna always change. Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay. Next question. Um, So block scheduling has become another popular term, which those of you who don't know, block scheduling is where instead of creating a a long list where you don't put the time frame with it, you would say that you need to respond to emails and block off 30 minutes to do that from 10 to 10.30 and then actually put in your schedule at the times you're going to do those things. So Alex, do you, you already told us you create lists, but have you ever block scheduled do you create lists and block schedule or do you prefer one over the other? Um, so I did block schedule in grad school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, and again, it was something where I did blocks and I, I had a lot of them, but I rarely followed those blocks. <laughs> like I'd get to the block and I'd be like, you know what? I absolutely cannot do this right now. I'm not, <laughs> it's just my, my head's not in it. And so I'm always, and I think I'm like that with everything. Um, I'm always really flexible and switch it around to like what I want to do, which I think is why now I don't block schedule as much. I'll put in my calendar um, like blocks that I know I'm going to be doing something. So, you know, I have my part-time job. Mm -hmm. um, And so I'll for sure like go in and always make sure I have my hours blocked off in my calendar for that. And then obviously my full-time job work. Um, But other than that, I don't block schedule off much anymore. I'll stick to my list Mm -hmm. and just kind of look at it if I have free time and be like, is there anything I want to do right now for my list that I can cross off? Um, and so it's kind of about like what I feel like doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say though, that I still use and like the Pomodoro method. Oh, tell which, us what the Pomodoro method yeah, is. <laughs> which isn't really block scheduling, but it's kind of similar in mm-hmm. the sense that you take a specific amount of time and basically just focus and it's shorter periods of time. So 
what we used to do in grad school is all get together. There'd usually be a group of, you know, three to five of us. And we would say, okay, you know, we're going to spend the next 20 minutes working on something. And then we'd all check in with each other. Like, what are you going to work on for 20 minutes to kind of hold us accountable? And then we'd set a timer, work for that 20 minutes, not look at our phones. Um, and then come back for five to 10 minutes for a break and a check-in and just say, how'd it go? Did you get done what you needed to get done? And then do, you know, maybe three rounds of that where it's 20 minutes working and then like a five to 10 minute break. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really liked that because it's pretty rare that I can like sit and do something for a very, very long period of time. So Mm -hmm. that was a really nice way to break it up. And it's actually shocking how much you can get done in 20 minutes. It's yes. a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. um, even though it sounds like a short period of time. So mm-hmm. it was always nice to break things up like that. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's what she talks about Laura Van- Vanderkam in the book. Um, so 15 minutes is a lot longer than you think. And if you yes. track your time in 15 minute increments, one, if you're like me, you're going to delete all your social media because I was wasting so much time. And then two, I realized like, wow, I can be so productive and get basically everything I need to get done in a day in two hours if I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> so it's super helpful to have that awareness. Um, but I have a question. I was going to ask you one more thing about lists. Oh, so for me, I used to do lists and they would just be never ending and they were really overwhelming. And then I read in a book that I should do block scheduling. You don't have that feeling though. You prefer to just have the list and not do like specific times. Yeah. Which (laughs) this is, you know, one of the ways that we're like kind of the opposite. Mm -hmm. And I think this is what we've talked about before where our brains work very differently Um, and so (laughs) I am a very detail oriented person and I have those little details kind of in my head, mostly sorted most of the time. So like, I don't feel like when I see all those things written down, I feel like I already have it in my head and it doesn't overwhelm me. I'm just kind of like, okay, I, I don't know. I look at it when I have free time and I'm just like, can I cross any of this off? And it Mm -hmm. doesn't overwhelming and most of it is not I don't know I've become so much more flexible (laughs) as I get older that even if I miss something I'm like oh didn't get that done and I wanted to I'm just kind of like well oh well I guess like (laughs) it just I don't know I have (laughs) sifted my priorities a lot differently these days (laughs) as you should (laughs) Um, I'll bring you back to talk about um, toxic productivity and maybe quiet quitting versus work-life balance. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Don't even, don't make me pop off, Grace. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. That'll be, that'll be next. I've already got the ideas for the questions. (laughs) Okay. And now I absolutely love this part. Um, I asked you to bring a quote, an idiom, or an expression related to time management or just one that you personally enjoy. Do you have anything that comes to mind? Um, Yes. So I was looking at idioms related to time, which there's a lot. (laughs) But since there is a full moon, um, I was looking at the idiom that is once in a blue moon. Oh, yes. Um, 
So I don't actually know like why we say this. Like, I don't know why we say blue moon specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically what it means or when you would use it is if you're saying that you do something like sparsely or just every once in a while, it's not something that you do frequently. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, I am doing better at this now, but previously I may have said something like I only exercise once in a blue moon, which (laughs) meant that I only did it every once in a while, like didn't do it very often. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I thought that was a fun little idiom. That's perfect. I um I have no idea where that comes from. I'll have to look it yeah, up. <laughs> I don't I even looking it up, I mean I didn't do a lot of research, but I was like, where yeah. in the world did we get this? That's interesting. Know, but... See, this is why I love this stuff. Not only do we constantly, like 90% of the time, speak in idioms, <laughs> yes. but then we're using them and don't know what they mean or where they come from. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And my, I know my family uses that one a lot. Like I've said that very, very often. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Definitely. Uh, And I, I don't don't know how often I say it, but that's a good example of once in a blue moon, I exercise, or you can say I exercise once in a blue moon. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Any final thoughts or comments about time management or anything we didn't discuss? You and I talk about this pretty much every week. So I know, right? I don't think there's any more. I think my like main takeaway and in our discussions of it is just that time management is so different for everyone. There's also Mm -hmm. so many methods out there Mm -hmm. um, to try and help you like manage your time or be more productive if you want to be. And not everything's going to work for everyone. So it's all about, you know, trial and error figuring out what works for you and what works for you one day may not work for you the next. So it's just being flexible and going with the flow. Oh, I love that. Okay. <laughs> we will end there. So much wisdom. I will be inviting you back for toxic positivity. <laughs> Great. And yeah. Thanks, Alex. You're the best. Thanks, Grace. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the English with Grace podcast. I hope you enjoyed this discussion. If you did like this episode, please go ahead and like and subscribe and keep an eye out for more episodes coming soon.